All right, so WrestleMania happened, and to make a long story short, would have been merciful. WWE went a different route. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft, and we are both thoroughly wrestling manic. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I was there live. Yes. Um, let's see. I waited in a merchandise line for about a half hour. I then got food that lasted about 20 minutes in that line. And at this point, the Cruiserweight Championship match was happening. Oh, so you didn't Love- see that live? No, I didn't see that live. Welcome and I actually only caught the tail end of the Women's Battle Royal. I was like in the concourse so I could see the stage from where I was eating, luckily. Um, oh, okay, cool. But I got to my seat right when Asuka was thrown out of the <laughs> Battle Royal. Great timing. Yeah, good for her, honestly. And then I caught the Raw Tag Team and uh, Andre Battle Royal. Did you know for um, sure that the Raw Tag Team match was going to happen going into WrestleMania? Yeah. Remember, I, I sent you a screenshot. Remember that the, the program leaked. Oh, right, right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah and I had a feeling it'd be on the... Apparently, it was moved to the kickoff show the morning of WrestleMania, but I had no doubt that that's where it would yeah. go and where, unfortunately, it belonged. Yeah. I mean, sorry about the revival, but... Hey, um, those are the breaks. I was not surprised b- b- by that result. Um, I don't even really think we need to go through those matches individually. We're doing them now yeah. with my live with my live input as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had uh, Tony Nese won the Cruiserweight Championship. I was very surprised to hear that announcement being made because I just heard the bell ring and then heard him winning the title. Right. Um, I went back and watched the match. It was a good. It was a good. You know, three and a half star, three and a half star match. The Cruiserweights have been consistently putting on fine performances. Yeah. Mostly on the on the kickoff show, so that was good. The women's battle royal, uh, Ember Moon was very unceremoniously in it. Um, which she I was. was weird. I feel bad saying this, but she was. Yeah, she was in. She was in the battle royal. Because I definitely like watched. I, for the most part, I watched most of this battle royal, and I definitely don't remember her being in it. Yeah, she was in it. Wow, that just goes to show you how why they should have made a bigger deal of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm surprised. So that was fine. I I knew when Sarah Logan won, I'm like, okay, like Mojo yeah. Raleigh won the Anja Battle Royal at some point. So I guess I could see this if they're pushing the riot squad after WrestleMania. And then I didn't realize that Carmella wasn't um, eliminated. So that was a nice pop. The pop was obviously because of Sarah Logan being the other alternative. Right. Um, right. But that was, I gave that two and a half stars. It was filler, you know, yeah. got everyone on the card. And then yep. um, leftovers. Yeah, definitely. And the Raw Tag Team Championship match was actually pretty good. The Brain Buster on the outside was pretty intense for a kickoff match, I thought. Yeah. Um, this match was and, definitely um, a lot more inclusive than I thought it would be. Like, longer, yeah. and it, they had a lot they could do. Me too. And um, it was fine. I kind of saw them winning. It's a shame. They could have made this a bigger deal. Dude. Um, they really could have put this on, on the main show if, if they made it a bigger deal for a few months. The way they started to do it. Because I had told you that I liked Hawker. Hawker. <laughs> Hawkins and Ryder's dynamic and that one promo they had, that yeah. one backstage segment. Hawker and works good d- for short form. It does. So um Hawker was then dropped. I forgot they were really a tag team until obviously they were on the show and then they won the titles and it could have been a bigger moment. Dude, I literally It was a good three star match too, I thought. I gave it three stars. It was pretty good. Yeah. During this match I literally was hoping for their sake, specifically uh Hawkins, that they didn't win just because yeah, why would you do that and not build it up on TV. Like, they could have had, at the very least, like, backstage comedy sketches leading up to WrestleMania, you know, on Raw. Yeah, absolutely. Or something. like to, I mean, because of the losing streak aspect of it. Like, to just have that go out the window. I mean, granted, it's a win, so that's good, but 
still sucks. Yeah, I mean, and they also really could have just had um, the the segment they ran backstage. They could have just had it. They did it in a dot-com exclusive. They could have just done it on TV, at least. Yeah, at the very least. There was actually like there was actually something they filmed for it, like where they asked for the match and the rival laughs at them, and then finally they agree to it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I just but, uh, heard it was made on Twitter, but yeah, right. Yeah. No, there was a little uh, like two minute video, but um, it was decent. And the, the next night on Raw, they had another match, which I definitely thought they were losing, and they won again. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it would be another uh, Miz and Zack Ryder situation. Yeah, I'm not saying that I, I wish that they did lose, but um, I just I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. Um, yeah, like what team is going to challenge them? I, I have to think their rival eventually going to get it back at some point. Um, um, if not, yeah, well, I mean, we'll they see. didn't obviously on they didn't on Monday, but I mean, there's no other tag team unless AOP uh, Razor whatever one is injured is not Ready injured anymore. Back. So yeah, that was that, and then we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. This was exactly what you'd think it'd be. Uh, being there live, it was very confusing because the Hardy Boys entrance went on for literally three minutes straight. And we thought that there was like a production issue until we realized that it was live on the USA Network at that point, And it was a commercial. Yeah, it was a commercial. So, I was watching was on the network. I thought the same thing, actually. I was like, what is going on right now? We were all like, <laughs> is something going on? And then like, I noticed like there were so many people in the ring. And I'm like, did Vince not realize that all these people can't start the match in the ring? Like, it was so crowded. Yeah. It was very um, crowded. But obviously that wasn't the case. And yeah. Vince didn't the, the put main, that much thought into it, just to put your mind at ease. <laughs> obviously the crux of this entire Battle Royal was unfortunately down to... Uh, Two of the I, smartest I still, guys in the thing. I, I still don't get it. The ring. Yeah, Mike, well, I, I still can't get the names. Uh, not, Colin Jost and Michael J. Thank you. Finally. No problem. Um, I don't ever have to say it, but I, last yeah, time I was hopefully. able to say it, I couldn't. Yeah. Anyway, um, you're right. Smart people. Um, they actually ran a video of them filming them under the ring, which I thought was very entertaining. Um, oh, so the yeah, entire time they're under the ring, there is like a video of that. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And um, I got to say, I don't think this was necessary. Braun should have gotten a better spot. All that all that aside, though. Right. Um, I do think that it came off pretty well. Better than I thought it would. Yeah, I thought it was okay. entertaining. Um, I did actually believe that they were going to win. You're kidding. Believe it or not. For a second there. I mean, it got closer than I would have thought for sure. Yeah. I, well, maybe not that they, they were going to win, but right. I guess they did their job enough where I was like, oh my God, really? No, I definitely I, thought that too. When they had yeah. him, when they seemed to have him possibly over the yeah. ropes. So um, they, they, they played the role as well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. For what it was. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, like you said, still think it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, uh, totally. One thing I was counting on for it to make sense, and I don't even think I realized this beforehand as much, because I just kind of took for granted that, of course, it was going to. Braun Strowman on Saturday Night Live the night before. like That didn't happen. He, yeah. was, he wasn't on it at all. Which He sure wasn't. He was at the Hall of Fame. Which, like, I don't know. To doesn't, me, that just really... Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, even less, which it already didn't make sense. Now it makes even less. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm not... I also thought the same thing. I thought he should have been there. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I like that these guys are wearing tights, like the tights with, uh, you know, the, the, the Colin Jost had the no Braun Strowman, like the Ghostbusters uh-huh. with Braun Strowman. Yep. And then uh, Michael Che just had their faces on it. But just the tights with no knee pads with their scrawny legs was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I, I the payoff to me, I was kind of expecting a little more out of it. Because I know they're just comedians, they're not wrestlers, but they were booked into this spot... So for the payoff for Colin Jost, you know, for all of that, for those weeks, to be that he has to momentarily crowd surf, for me, was a little underwhelming. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Maybe um, just a little... I mean... Yeah. No. I could, I could see that point. <laughs> I gave um, I gave the entire thing two and a half stars, you know. But it, it was painless. 
Yeah, I guess. That I mean, was, Braun, shouldn't have, Braun shouldn't have been there, but... Of course. You know, it, yeah, it definitely moved along not. quickly. Yeah. So yeah, that was the kickoff show. And then um, the main card opens with Alexa Bliss coming out, um, which I obviously loved. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I expected her to come out, but it was still nice hearing her music to start the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she did the whole... I thought, it, I thought I felt the opening was clever the way they did it with the whole, I could just snap my fingers and make a moment. Yeah. But um, apparently on TV, people said that he got a mixed reaction. Being there live, it was a pretty decent pop. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know if people were saying that there pop. was some... Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was quick. Um, the MetLife Center thing, I also thought was a joke. Apparently it wasn't. You mean he said the Silverdome, right? And then he, uh, we, you mean, well, no, he made that joke, but then he then after that he said, you know, it's nice to be in MetLife Center. So I couldn't really tell if that was another joke or oh, if he actually got um, it wrong again. Yeah. That's Small a good, detail. That's a good I, question. I just can't really yeah. tell. I, was, I joke with my friends, he should have just said the MetLife Dome or something. <laughs> so I guess I assumed he was joking. That, yeah. Yeah, people online assume that he actually got it wrong again, but I kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt and thought it was another <laughs> that joke. That would be hilarious if he got it wrong uh, while um, making fun of himself about getting something else Yeah, wrong. no, definitely. So that that was all good. Again, mindless. It was fine. And then right after that, you have Paul Heyman coming out. Um, so yeah. that was exciting. We're all wondering what's happening. And then, you know, he says that he's not waiting. I thought it was clever, the reason why the match went on then that they went the extra step to actually, cause I mean, they could have opened it with that and I wouldn't have, I would have been surprised, but not like so surprised cause they've done right. that a few times. Um, but I, I like mean, that they took the extra step for him to give that short promo about, you know, if they're not main eventing them or opening. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel like it was kind of necessary personally, but I, I, cause you know, cause that would have been too jarring to just have them open with it. Yeah, but if they like put like the graphic on the screen of that match, everyone would have went nuts that that was like opening. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like, or at least maybe maybe the live audience, maybe at home it would have been. No, no, crazy. no. Yeah, I would have been like, what? I would have been floored. Yeah, totally. Either I mean, um, I was I was floored when I realized that's what he was saying. I was like, get out of here. Yeah. So the whole like first ten minutes was pretty like en- like a lot of energy, high energy. It was a good opening, and then uh, the match happened. Yeah, um, sure. As did. soon as Brock started attacking Seth, I'm thinking. Okay, maybe they're putting this on now because Brock's going to squash him, and they wanted the fans to get over it early. Mm. And then, like, the more he's taking a beating, I'm like, okay, Seth is definitely winning this match. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of had a feeling, uh, too. And it was good. I do wish they had a, an actual match. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, same. This worked. It worked at the same time. It, you know, it, it was good. I think that, you know, Seth should have went for a curb stomp and then, then the cover. And then Brock kicks out. And then maybe he eventually does a couple more. Um, or, like, curb stomp, kick out, F5, kick out. And then the whole ref thing happens low blows him and then he does the three right you know just kind of give it some more excitement but um it was good seth won i was really excited so like i said the first like 15 20 minutes was it was great it was different it was it was unexpected um yeah people were people were excited he got a fireworks he got to swing the belt on the stage (laughs) it it, it was good um yeah and and looking at how the card was paced i i think it was necessary for him to go on in the spot because of how many other major baby face wins there would be yeah yeah and and so, this match in the scheme of the other matches you couldn't open with either of the other two really absolutely um absolutely. yeah that's what i was gonna say like this match not going on first slash actually having like a real title match like you were talking about would have to would be in you know in a different circumstance like this is just like a slave to the context of right like you were saying the other matches um i i mean i thought it was sick i thought it was a good decision in the scheme of things just a little bit unfortunate that 
you know, with Brock being so unstoppable for so long that it was a little anticlimactic that, like we're saying, this match kind of had to be first and had to be not much of a match. You know, Seth really had to stomp Brock out rather quickly, pun intended. Yeah, and, and I do feel bad for Seth because he's been, you know, he, he's he's been a workhorse for a while, and I think that his huh. coronation is what Vince wanted to be the big thing, but then Kofi well. Mania just took over, and he made the right choice to, to book around that and made, made it known that Kofi was the bigger, the bigger story. Yeah. Well, Um, the fans did anyway. Do we think there's a rematch? I'm hearing that there's another Saudi Arabia show in June, but when I looked at the schedule that uh, was sent, um, where it has like every single live event coming up, that's how I knew that NXT was going to be in Asbury park. It says that the next Saudi Arabia event is in November, but people are saying that it's in June. No, I have you. Oh, because you you were saying you have the next pay per view as being Money in the Bank. I have the next pay per view as being in a month, the international show in Saudi Arabia, and then Money in the Bank is two weeks later. That's the one I had the list of the. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't find that. That's interesting. I thought I sent um, it to you. I thought that was the one I sent you. Hang on, let me, I was looking at it before. I just sent it to you. Yeah, it says. Um, yeah, international pay per view May third, Money in the Bank May nineteenth. You got it? I do, but then I have... But this was the first one I saw, so I don't know if it got changed. But we did hear that there was going to be two Saudi shows a year, so this would seem to make sense. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And they're Um, not talking about what the next pay-per-view is so far, unless I missed it, so that would also make sense, because they don't... (laughs) Because it's a weird weird situation. But I had heard that this was getting rescheduled to June. I was just confused because I didn't know that there was any Saudi Arabia show coming up. But it makes sense. My question is, do you think that Brock and Seth have a rematch there? Do you think they have Brock for one more date as of now? That is a good question. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Possibly. Like, Brock Lesnar might be a part of the Fox deal as far as, like, you know, he, he might still be with the company when they go on Fox, when they move SmackDown to Fox. Yeah, well, I had mentioned that when discussing like, right, right, uh, right. That's prediction. Right. That um, if they would book according to that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think that he, I don't think yeah. he's done by any means. No, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So okay. Um, moving on to the show at this point, we have um, Styles Orton. Second match was AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, which is what I had as as an opener. But um, again, it, it kept the the card going well. Another pretty high profile match. Um, the lighting debacle happened during this match. Yes, light light gate. I like to call it. <laughs> Um, the infamous. I was okay. Understanding of the issue and the immense oh, the uh, professionalism of WWE not testing this stuff out beforehand. Yeah, so, I don't. I, it's weird. Um, it was annoying because it was bothering me, but I think it was bothering other people more. And once some people started chanting, it became a chant, and people wanted to be a part of it. And I'm convinced that like 50 percent of the people chanting didn't actually weren't as affected. So it yeah. literally did ruin the entire match from my live viewing perspective. The live experience, of yeah. Um, obviously, because of the lights themselves, which is WWE's fault, but some fans really are fucking annoying. Um, yeah, sadly. And uh, it, it, it was a good... I thought this was a really solid match. I don't think it was anything... Spe- I gave it three and a half stars. I don't think it was anything spectacular, but I thought it was tightly wrestled. I don't think there was anything wrong. I think it was reversals, and there was a story of the RKO being avoided and the reversals, and... Yeah. Um, it, it was good. I think it was fine, and it was definitely worthy of a spot on this card. Oh, of course. Definitely. Yeah. It was a little slow-paced, in my opinion. 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't expect it not to be. It, it could have been. Yeah. It could have been more. Definitely yeah. could have been more. Yeah, but um, I was okay with what I got. Also, they did my spot that I was saying with the where AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm and Randy falls down, and then he does the four fifty splash. Yeah, he did. So that was pretty sick. You're right. Um, and I was surprised AJ won. Did not think that was going to happen. Really? Yeah. I kind of did. I forgot what I predicted last week. I should remember these things. Oh, I did predict him. That was the one of the things I was pretty confident about. That, Shane, and uh, Hunter. Well, Hunter was a lock, I guess. Oh, and Roman. Those were all, I was pretty confident most of those would happen. You thought Shane was winning? I don't know why. This yeah. Missed him. I, I remember. Interesting. Well, we'll, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up was the Fatal Forward for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Um, 10 minutes, they were way, way, not enough time at all. Not enough time. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. not even, they didn't even need that much more. At least I think you could have taken off two or three minutes from AJ Orton and like 10 minutes off of Triple H Batista and given some of that to this match. Easily. Um, and, w- and, and you w- would have had two better matches left, honestly. Yeah. Triple H Batista. <laughs> yeah. And um, this was good. I gave this three and three quarter stars because of how short it was and the amount of action that they packed into it. Yeah, pound for pound, um, they really did it, a lot. It was it was really impressive. I thought. Totally. And, um, Alistair Black and Ricochet capped off a great weekend. Um, I, you know, there's arguments that they they're losing every tag team match that they're in, and you know that's right. I think that at Takeover they put over War Raiders strong, and War Raiders are going to be the team on that brand, and it made sense. And here they weren't pinned. Um, they've only been given one two on two. Um, opportunity that they were screwed out of. So until they lose like another actual straight up tag team match clean, I don't think they're that hurt. I mean, I'm hoping that eventually Alistair and Ricochet have this wishfully this conversation backstage where, hey, this has been fun. We don't seem to be winning any tag team championships. I still respect you, but I want to go out on my own. Yeah. So like, there's no like turning angle. There's no like backstabbing. It's just like two friends wanting to be single stars, which has like never happened before. I don't think that would be sick. Well, I, yeah. But would work here perfectly. Yeah. For them. Totally. Um, probably not going to happen, I'm sure. No, almost certainly uh, Black's going to turn on Ricochet. Yeah, or they're just going to be a tag team still because they were on Raw the next night beating Rude and Gable and what was also a good match. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, I like this. Yeah, me too. Uh, what I would have rather liked to have seen also happen two days later, though, but <laughs> this is good. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, Usos retained, by the way. Yes, for now. <laughs> right up until this point. Right. Um, next was the Miz versus Shane McMahon. Um, this really surprised me. How so? Because I thought that it. I don't know. The crowd. First of all, this match got the first. This is also match. Awesome chance of the night when Mister Miz was in there, which were kind of wow. facetious chance. Um, yeah, I would, I would but hope the so. The way that played, Shane has is, is been a great heel so far. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that's been working and making all of this stuff work more than it probably should. So that whole stare down, it was funny. Shane was good. He played his role well. Um, you know, he beat up the father. Uh, the father continues to have the acting skills of, of a doorway. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's whatever. Um, Miz, I'm not a fan of as a baby face, but he showed good fire. Um, he you know played the departure played well i found myself invested um there was that brutal bump where um the production team actually fucked up because uh, miz hit shane with something i can't remember and he flew off of the edge onto a golf cart we went over railing onto the roof of a golf cart and then fell off the golf cart 
Which you, yeah, couldn't, but, you couldn't tell at all when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, that moment was like, I mean, you could even tell in, in like the, the bad lighting that that was a brutal bump, but it would have been so much better if that was lit up. Yeah. Um, which is ironic given the lighting issues they've had in that show. Um, yeah. Too much so or not know, enough. <laughs> I, I just, I guess I, I wasn't, I didn't think it'd be bad, but I just found myself invested from start to finish. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anything phenomenal. I gave it three and a half stars. I liked the tag team match better from like a, booked match perspective but um and i think the that the ending was very smart um i thought i agree onto the, onto the pads and i kind of saw it coming that shane was gonna land on top of him and um i did one and 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 it and it and it uh protect well when i saw them going up i'm like well how is this going to work because they're going to have to be side by side i said okay one of them are j- is just going to be like their arms going to be on them already yeah and then that's kind of what happened in a way um for that height though for that height that they fell i i don't know to me it just seems impressive that you know that it went off without a hitch and i I, like you i think it was very clever i agree i think that people said that it looked fake i mean newsflash first of all but um (laughs) seriously but that i I could see when i mean i was watching that match obviously from the uh the the support beam structure above the ring um, yeah. on that screen and you could see the padding a little bit but apparently i watched I it back couldn't. i don't think it was that yeah obvious. i could no, I mean, I, you could tell you could tell but it wasn't like i mean i know i could clear. tell because like i know from being a wrestling fan you know but like i don't know i, I looking at it it didn't st- nothing stood out to me that like oh that's padding you know anybody who thinks that should really watch the spot in the undertaker triple h match from wrestlemania 17 or WrestleMania X7, when he gets choke slammed and he just disappears to nowhere and it's fucking awesome. And the next shot is Triple H pushing himself off of a mattress and it ruins everything. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. Like, yeah, this was this was fine for me. And it was also framed really well. Like the yeah. when it happened live, it was it was shot really really well. Yeah, yeah. So props to these guys. <laughs> Shane McMahon on SmackDown then cut a weird promo on Greg Hamilton and I don't know where that's leading if this is if the Seriously. Miz program is going to continue it must um, but, but the, also where was Miz he's the face Shane was there Miz wasn't that's weird it was weird yeah um so I guess we'll see where that goes then we had the fatal forward for the women's tag team championships um <laughs> well I mean I you know was so excited for this beyond yeah. I mean they came out. The Iconics looked great. Totally. Beth Phoenix, it was great seeing her live. I like her Nettie's attire. Um, yeah, the, Bret Hart uh, coming out was a little weird, awkward for me. Yeah. Um, and just, the rest of I us. don't know. He gets attacked at the Hall of Fame, so now let's have him awkwardly come out with an Italia. Weird. And then, like, it was weird because, like, they kept playing the Beth Phoenix graphic, but it was Brett's music. And then yeah. they're walking to Brett's music with the Beth Phoenix graphic, and then That's they switch so back. Weird. It was, yeah. It was, it was really weird. And it was especially um, weird because Natty was with Brett during the Hall of Fame thing, which was, like, shortly before this, I think, right? Yeah. So, like, which it was fine. Yeah, which like, is fine. Leave just it at like, that. Leave it at that. Exactly. And um, this this was good. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy by any means. I thought that it was good for what it was. The match itself, I gave it three and a quarter stars. It was really all about the finish. I thought it was a really smart finish to have Billy uh, covertly tagging herself when Beth was going up for the super glam slam. Totally. Which was a, a, a pretty risky spot for someone who's wrestling her first match in several years. Um, well, not her first match, but right. on a stage like this, she's only had one match on Monday Night Raw and the Royal Rumble to go off of. And um, 
I don't know. I thought it was executed well and it yeah. was clever and they, and they went all out and the iconics won. And I, I was floored. Yeah. Me too. I, I, just, I, was, was, I just, I I just wasn't shocked. expecting it. Yeah. Um, same. And the emotion on their faces was incredible. That, uh, that kind of got me, which is hard when they're like, when they're heels, but I guess heels are allowed to be like, yeah, it's WrestleMania know, emotional. Yeah. And, uh, that's such a great spot for them. I hope that they, they hold it for a decent amount of time. Yeah. Me too. Um, and I'm and glad it's off down. the boss hug connection. Yeah, well, there's like rumors that Sasha Banks is unhappy with her position in WWE and wasn't happy that she lost and was supposed to be on Wendy Williams on Monday and then she wasn't and she posted this really cryptic tweet about how she doesn't have like the she misses the passion of wrestling basically huh. and um, people think that she is speculating about leaving and I don't know if that is I, that kind of annoys me that. Why? Just because your tag team title reign didn't go as long as you want. You're, you yeah, know, I mean, I'm, I mean, maybe there's other things going on, and I hope she's okay. Obviously, but the way it's coming off right now is that she's mad that she lost, basically. Yeah, that's that she had to put them over. Yeah, they're better so champions. I guess we'll see where that goes. And then it, it was weird how Sasha Banks wasn't with Bailey on Raw. Alexa Bliss had her first singles match in a while and kind of squashed her. Oh my god, totally squashed her, dude. So, what, any, any, in my opinion, at least, anytime somebody loses because of a DDT is an automatic squash, let alone it happened very quickly. Well, that, that okay, I, I agree, but she has established that as a finisher for a while before I know, but that. It, she shouldn't because WWE has established that as a move that barely gets a one count for years and years and years and years. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why the choice was made to make it that, yeah. um, but it's been that, that way for a decent amount of time. Um, yeah, very barely. So yeah, I was excited for this. Go Iconics. Same I'm here. iconic. Yeah. We're all iconic. <laughs> Um, aye, aye. next we had what I think will definitely rank in the top five WrestleMania moments. I think ever, I don't think that's dramatic to say at this point. No, um, definitely not. It, it was being there live was one of the most incredible experiences ever. Um, I mean, yeah. Watching it. Live I, was really I, I, yeah, I can't imagine, uh, watching. Well, I mean, I was there, so I couldn't right. imagine, but I, I went back and watched it on TV and it came across the same way. The energy in that arena was, and that stadium was palpable. The, that many people uh, for rooting for one person. Um, I'm not even like a super New Day fan, but I'm a wrestling fan. I know that Kofi Kingston has busted his ass for the company. Um, that's the story they're telling, but it's also the truth. Yeah. Um, and it was it's a great truth. match. I I do think that – I think it's hard because that Elimination Chamber, it was a much shorter match when it came down to those two, so the near falls were better. Um, I I – I guess I, my only criticism, and it's a very small one, I gave the match four and a half stars. So, right. Just to get that. I love the no, match. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Dana Bryan should have kicked out of the first Trouble in Paradise. I agree. I agree. Um, and then you do like a few more sequences, and then he and then he hits it again, or Bryan goes for a knee, and uh, he just like reverses it right into the Trouble in Paradise, which he's done at one point, but we haven't seen it in a while. So it still would have felt cool in the moment. Totally. Where like he just like does it when as Brian's in midair going for the knee. That's how I would have finished the match. Yeah. Um Well, we actually know how I would finish the match, but I don't. I don't. I don't we have a lot yeah. to guess, so I don't know if I'll say that right here. Well, um, yeah, no, it, it'll come up later though because I was thinking about that on Monday. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Really, I, it was. It was. It was amazing. It was perfect. The new day and Rowan. That was all great. Um, it was almost it, it, perfect. It, 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 yeah, it, it was almost perfect. I, the, I, it went really well. Um, the one thing I would say is the the gift, the gift, and the fact that when Biggie put it at ringside, they also showed the podium with what looked like a belt underneath the the sheet. So like, that kind of was like, oh, Kofi's gonna win. 
I mean, it's great. I'm happy. I want him to win. But I wish I didn't know until he actually did. Well, so I watched it back. I couldn't really fully tell that there was a belt behind there. I, like, noticed it because I knew what it was. But if I was watching live, I can't say that I would have figured that out. Okay, I kind of... But also... I added that part. Honestly, I didn't even see or even think that. I was I really, during the time, it was just the gift. And I still was like, oh, they're going to give him... There wouldn't be a gift there if he was going to lose. You know, even just the gift by itself. Sorry, go ahead. But the gift was still, in, in essence, the same type of thing because it wasn't a title belt, but it was a shirt with him with the title on right. the shirt. And, right. But but it, but in the same way that when you win the Super Bowl, they have a bunch of shirts made for either team in production already. Right. But because wrestling so, like, scripted, they the wouldn't air. they wouldn't script a babyface to bring a gift out for his friend if his if his friend's going to lose. You know, Super Bowl is not scripted. Yeah, I mean, he just couldn't have. He just wouldn't have given yeah. it the gift, I guess. Um, I just would have said keep the gift under the ring. That's what they should have done, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we maybe we'll get into what happened with him on Raw and SmackDown later. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this was great. It was amazing to watch live. Uh, definitely teared up a bit when it happened. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Same. And uh, it was good. It, 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 it was. It was, it was really awesome. great. I think at this point, though, the crowd was spent because this is the. This would have been the I sixth mean, match. Yeah, right. It was right. It was in the middle, which was good. Um, this as like I the second to last or or like third to last match would have been would have been nice. This WrestleMania was just way too long. Sorry, go ahead. You were- yeah, um, I would have reversed this with Batista Triple H. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. and shortened Batista Triple H. Oh, with that, well, that, yeah, that goes without saying at this point. Yeah, but I guess um, they wanted this closer to the middle of the card, and Triple H is Triple H, like, and and, and Batista, like, they think. I don't know. I'm not surprised that it was la- a little bit later. Structurally, I understand like literally every babyface won in in the beginning, middle, and end of the show. Like mm-hmm. the top three titles changed, so like I understand Vince's decision to do it. Yeah, but I would have thought a little harder about it if I were him. Because <laughs> I think that logically, often. <laughs> no, I think logically <laughs> I understand the match placement, but uh, and I, I don't think it was bad, but I just think that it could have benefited from it. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, definitely. And then we had the U.S. title, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. There's really not much to say except that Joe won in under a minute, or exactly a minute, actually. Um, and, I mean, I, I'm assuming the match, this was shortened because of his injury, do you think? Or do you think that because of timing, it, w- it would have always been short? Have you thought about that at all? I was thinking a combination of them. I mean, I guess the, yeah. the injury, just because Ray was dressed up all in the he had the crazy costume, it seems like if it were up to them... They would have wanted a longer match, so that makes me think injury and you know, I, obviously the show was so long that it was probably yeah. it was probably a combination is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, it made Joe look great. I mean, to to put him over yeah. like that. Part of me is sad that his first WrestleMania was so short, but then the other part of me thinks that he gets a spot on the main card and defeated a legend in under a minute. There you go. That's definitely so, the part so, of me that likes to look at it. Yeah, um, um, I, I really couldn't grade this. I don't know how you grade it. So, yeah, I mean, the really decision, much. I guess, is like a three and a half for me. Like, the decision to do this. Um, There's so many but, factors that we like. We don't know why it was this short. So, it's, that yeah, makes I, it hard to judge. Yeah, and where was Dominic? Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. That even, again, makes less sense in hindsight. That he was ever yeah. included. Okay, um... Next, Roman Reigns. Sorry, I don't Drew have McIntyre. a better answer. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I mean, really think you would. I mean, we yeah. obviously a lot of these questions. I guess we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, Roman Reigns with Drew McIntyre. This is actually the biggest disappointing match for me of this card. Well, I mean, yeah, it was. 
But I mean, it was it, 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 it was pretty straightforward, wasn't? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was just dry. I thought that they could have done something better. I think even I would have, as much as I don't like Roman Reigns, I would have also allocated more time to this match. I think and give him some more near falls and some more some more spots. Maybe um, I don't know. I, I just thought that Drew looked kind of not that great. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, this is just nothing special, unfortunately. They kind of like phoned it in in a way. I felt like that's I don't know. It just yeah. I don't know. I gave it two and a half stars. I don't know if that's brutal or not, but no. Yeah, that's that's fair for this match, unfortunately. But I agree. I they could have done a lot more for sure. Okay, Batista versus Triple H, longest Yikes. match of the night, about twenty five minutes. Uh, we already said it was that? way too long. I feel like I said this was going to be the longest match of the night. You did. Thank and you. it yes. was smart to say that. Yes. Um, Wasn't smart to book it that way. <laughs> but I have I have an, just an issue with Triple H alloc- like being this spokesperson and driving forth behind like the new generation of talent and putting on TakeOver New York, which for me was the best TakeOver that have, has ever existed. Oh, so good. And then, like, you know, we don't know how much of this is Vince's decision or Triple H's choice, but, like, then to take time away from people like Aleister Black and Ricochet making their main roster debuts... And they're fighting for time with uh, six other people in that match. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes you think, like, eh, are you really that great of this leader of this new talent if yeah. you're doing this, you know? Definitely not. This match, and especially where it was in the card, it wasn't, I don't know, I feel like I would have been not falling asleep, but getting really, I mean, I was getting really bored during this match. <laughs> I, I, I was. And when watching Triple H like take his time to sell certain things, I'm like, dude, know your audience. Yeah. Like, Get up a little quicker. Like we get it. Um, it's not going to take away from the believability of this. It's fine. Yeah. Um. At one point, I forgot the spot that he did. I what think the... when Tri- oh when Triple H speared Batista through the table. Oh yeah, I actually took him like five minutes to get up. I actually was thinking about that that because they both tried to put each other through a table and the tables didn't break right. No, and the fans were chanting like break the table or break that table or something, and I that may have been an audible. I think I it was. Feeling. I got that impression. So that I, I I like the decision to do that because it it you know revved up the match a bit, but just yeah. don't take five minutes to get back up and go to the next spot. Then yeah, definitely not. You know, it was weird. This reminded me of Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy a bit with the weird you know screwdriver earlobe yeah, uh, toolbox plier and and the nose ring. Um, for me, it, it got the crowd engaged because everything that we're saying it was still way too long. But when you introduce a spot like that, it it was almost comical, but it did get people. It got their attention, and and the crowd was. Like, no, and, you know, like, yeah. so it, it was weird, but it did their job in terms of gaining interest in that moment. I mean, I that was around, what, like the five-minute mark, though? Um, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. It had some interesting different stuff in it. I think that they both worked really hard. Yeah, I and I think Batista, despite um, tripping into the ring, um, I <laughs> thought he looked good. That. I thought he looked good. Yeah, um, I think that, that. It, I don't really think that he looked like, there was ring rust. I mean, it wasn't a typical wrestling match, so it's hard to judge that. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I do have to give them semi-credit that, you know, the match probably shouldn't have been there and it shouldn't have been that long. Um, no, I gave yeah. it three and a quarter stars. Really? Wow, that seems generous. Yeah, I gave it three and a quarter. There, The near falls would have been better if it wasn't so long already. Yeah, and stretched out. Yeah, it was really slow, slowly paced at all, but especially in the context of the rest of this show and where it was. Yeah. And the nose ring spot, I don't know if you watched it back on TV, but it's almost being generous to say that there was like a tiny speck of red on Batista's nose. It was Yeah, like I would have just like cut, I, I would have bladed and said, sorry, I, if I was Batista, 
Well, that's another thing I was thinking. Before the nose ring spot, I was thinking, I remember a story when Batista was on Talk with Jericho, where he bladed, I think at a match with Chris Jericho, it was a steel cage match, and he bladed, and they were both fined a lot of money for it. And I'm thinking, you're done with the company after, after this, so go go all out. Yeah. Like, I think I think some color in this match would add another dimension to it. Yeah. You're done with this company after this. Also, you're a rich movie star, so... Yeah. Right. No reason not to. Um, and yeah. also, um, oh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, just... Even in hindsight, I feel like the story makes even less sense. We're seeing the Instagram from Batista where he retired. It's like, you know, in storyline, I wanted to end your career on my terms, Triple H. But in reality, I'm going to end my career on your terms, which, you know, turns out is what I wanted to do all along. Which, you know, some people knew and it made it make less sense for them. And that's me, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I mean, we, we both knew that he was done after this, though, no? Yeah. Yeah, but it just then why didn't they put his career on the fucking line? Is kind of I guess what I'm trying to say. Because I think it would really, have been even more obvious the outcome, maybe. I mean, it was who who thought Triple H's career was going to end, really? Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, at the end end, end of the day, he's a six time world champion. He had a pretty great career. I mean, you can't expect him not to acknowledge that it was his last match. Also, yeah, it just, you know? it's just it was they shouldn't the, you know it was dumb. It was dumb. That's all. It was dumb for them to um, like to do the match in the first place, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah. And yeah. Another match that was d- really dumb in the first place was Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Oh my god! And in the last um, place, this was like the longest six minutes of my life. Seriously, this uh, uh, it's hard for me to judge the match. It seemed like with the at least with the finishing spot, it was okay that he went for the moon salt and that was a little too ambitious, and that you know Baron Corbin caught him because of that. But yeah. the idea of having Angle lose in his last match at all, let alone to fucking Baron Corbin. And then to go on and say, I want to hear the two words that epitomize my career. That wording sucks. The words you suck do not epitomize Kurt Angle's career. That was that left an especially bad taste in my mouth where there already was one from the loss. Go ahead. Um, I see that point to a degree. I, 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 first of all, commentary yeah. really what was made that point awkward because when i watched the match back they were like well of course this is not indicative of how the fans feel and and uh you know like they're not being serious right now um i guess it was well first of all you said to me that if this was his last thing ever then it was bad and it wasn't his last thing ever i don't know if your opinion has shifted at all on that oh Um, my god no (laughs) no showing up and getting attacked by lars sullivan didn't make me feel any better about any of this no, but I mean, I guess he got Baron Corbin got his got his just just desserts in a way. Um, no. I don't know. The match shouldn't have happened. Um, I did here. like that he went for the moonsault though, because um, I forgot that he, he used to do that move. And as soon as he was looking up at the top rope, I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." Should have hit. It. So it, it it was kind of like a you know, this is the end of my career. It's the chance I'm taking. I'll never have to do the move again. And Baron Corbin moved as soon as he was going up. I said, "Okay, Baron Corbin is winning this match." But that's really? the story that wow. they're telling. That's well, that's the story that they're they were going to tell. He went up, he took a risk. Corbin moved. He's a younger guy, quicker, and he gets the end of date. So I don't know if that protected Kurt at all. Um, he shouldn't have lost. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. I was okay with the choice. Um, so weird. and then yeah, we, we we talked about it for a little bit. Uh, Baron Corbin comes on Raw. Kurt Angle comes back out, gives him an angle slam, gives him an angle lock. That now Corbin decides to tap out quickly too. Well, it wasn't an actual match, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Laura Sullivan comes out. I not that this is a huge surprise that I wish I didn't spoil, but I was fast forwarding too quickly, and all of a sudden I just see Laura Sullivan's big head come into frame. I was yeah. like, "What?" Um, yeah, it was crazy. This is another issue they have with the call ups, which we'll have, I think, a discussion about this at some point, maybe even next week after the shakeup to see who's on what brand. Like finally, um, maybe. But you know, we knew that Laura Sullivan was happening for coming, so it. it to put that on the Raw after Mania and consider it a surprise. I mean, he got a decent pop, um, but like, stop doing the early call-ups. They should never do that again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think they will because they had so much talent at that one time frame, and now like they won't have as much or that many notable names to call up at once. Um, so I'm hoping this will never have to happen again, but it just it affected so many things story-wise and yeah. people's trajectories of their careers and – a lot of things, and it was just not a good choice. No. And I'll talk more about that at a later date to save some time. Um, oh, I gave it two stars. Okay, which I which I think is even generous with that. But it is. It anyway, is. I agree. Anyways, I agree. Um, Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor. It was great seeing the Demon's entrance live. I missed the days where the Demon was a little cooler, though. You could tell that Vince is overproducing it too much. Yeah, the entrance is cool. I saw it from afar live, and I rewatched it on the network. Yeah, it was okay. This was fine. This was fine. The, the spear through the, through the ropes was really pretty brutal looking. It was a quick totally. sprint. It was a quick sprint. It, I mean, it, it was fine. Yeah, it, it needed like to good... be quick at this point in the night. Yeah, it, it was. And I like that Balor was doing moves that I'd never seen him do before. Like, he opened the, the, the match with a spinning heel kick. He was doing bicycle kicks. He was doing power bombs. Yeah. So I like that his moveset was different. It kind of added, it gave the match a different flavor. Totally. So this was good. I gave it three stars, and we have a new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, the Demon. The Demon. <laughs> Well, I mean, not the demon, really, right. Finn Balor. Right, right, right. I was Which kidding. is another interesting. No, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I thought about that when they say your winner, the demon Finn Balor, but they've made it such a point to separate the two. So to me, it's like okay, so then the demon is the NFL champion. You know, like yeah, yeah. That how actually, does this? How does this work? <laughs> that actually made me think about a. Uh, they should do a if they get because don't they have somebody in NXT UK that is similar in body type to Finn Balor? Jordan Devlin, yes. Yeah, they should bring him in as like the the fake demon, and then have to do a demon versus demon, or at least if oh, if these two were in WWE, don't let Vince hear that. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll do it if they were in WWE in the early nineties. That would have definitely happened. Oh, I can still see it happening now. Yeah. So again, yeah. Sin Cara don't, agrees. Don't rule it out. Yeah, yeah, Sin Cara. <laughs> okay, and then um, wow. The event. Okay, yeah. well we're here. We're we're at the main event somehow. Um, let me just say that I was in love with Charlotte's entrance. Yeah. In love. It was, like, it was oh my really God. sick. Um, of course, an asshole online was like, well, that was unrealistic because she would have had protective headgear on because the helicopter is too loud. Like, who's thinking about that in the moment? Yeah. Anyway. Definitely not. This was a callback to Ric Flair's entrance when he fought uh, Nikolai Volkov, I believe, at the Great American Bash, but it was in 1985, which... Um, I, I thought when I was watching it, I'm like, this is way too specific for this not to be something like bigger. And then yeah. sure enough, it was. Yeah, um, good call. It was great. It, it, it was great. Um, I loved that. Um, you know, seeing Joan Jet live was pretty cool. My mom was excited. She was a fan of hers uh, when she was younger. I like how Becky Lynch had like a normal entrance, kind of fit with her character. Um, I yeah. thought that maybe they'd have like a bunch of women with red hair with man shirts on like they did with John Cena that year. Oh, that could have been cool. But they didn't, obviously. I mean cool but also unoriginal like well, I, I, what i'm trying it, to say it, is i like that her entrance was normal yeah it fit her character that it was okay i i'm yeah. not trying to say it would have been cool if they bit off john cena what i meant is if they did like a variation some variation on that like if she was one of them which yeah no yeah, yeah. i don't know 
I like that. So I will start by saying I like this match. I think that it was worthy of the main event spot, and I think that the weeks of build and the weird build and the good build and all of the builds, I think it it ultimately paid off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think that it started really hot, um, and I had to go when I went back and watched. I realized how hot it started. Like I was yeah. there live, and I knew it was hot, but like it really was. Like Ronda was kicking ass, and the you know all the moves to the outside were vicious, and it picked totally. up the pace quickly. You know, Charlotte botched the, the double knot. Well, no, I don't think Charlotte did. I think the women botched, Becky and Rhonda botched the double natural selection. Oh, the uh, hes- hesitation that. double natural yeah. selection? Yeah. I noticed that live, and it was even more obvious watching it back. So that was I that think was it's something where she... I mean, this is just me speculating, which I, I will also do about the botch at the finish that happened. Um, I think she just can't get the kind of grip that she usually has when it's just the one side. You know, I, I could be wrong yeah. about that, but I mean, she, she's done the spot before. I've seen that before, and you see, and you saw it go better than this because well, oh, oh yeah, I've per- seen it, it go better perfect. than that too. It perfect. Yeah, it went perfectly. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, who knows what happened? I do think that they could have done more. I will say that I they think that there absolutely should have been a kendo stick involved. Um, yeah, I te- yeah. When I went to rewatch the finish, uh, the last couple minutes of the match, there was a point where Charlotte's ahead. And it definitely strikes me, at least rewatching it, that like Charlotte, go grab that kendo stick. This is your moment. Yeah, the Spanish fly was great. Um, unfortunately, it's starting to be a move that's wearing out its welcome. Dude. Same thing with the reverse hurricane run is now on two five live. Yeah, and now even SmackDown too. Actually, every time Charlotte's in a big match, that's what she does. Yeah. Well, to her credit, she brought it out for the first time since her Oscar match at the last Oscar match. But because that match has happened when it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, and we had to have that match with the title change, and she did it, and it was a great match. She then brought it out for this match, so right. it would have had more of an effect if the first time she used it was a year after she first used it. Right. So right. I don't want to say every time she calls it out because it was the third time she's ever used it. But I do. I liked how it was like a callback when they did it this time. Yeah. In the last match. Um. Anyways. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Also, the table girls. The table doesn't break. Call an audible. Yeah. Like, just do it again or do something else or think of something on the fly. That yeah. could have been a great moment. The crowd would have loved it. Whenever the crowd thinks that they're being listened to, they'll pop more because they're egotistical. That's yeah. just how it works. And in the main event of WrestleMania, after seven hours, do that. Do whatever they want. Yeah, like, I, I, I was thinking at the same time I could see them thinking, like, eh, it's seven hours in, maybe we should keep it moving. Yeah, I still think it would have made the match better. And then... So, yeah, there were not really a lot of near falls. Um, you know, Ronda being in, in, in the disarmor for a while, I definitely was like, holy shit, is she going to tap here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she was in it for a while. And obviously, if you grab the ropes, nothing happens. Um, I mean, so, I mean, we'll go to the finish when Ronda goes for the Piper's Pit and Becky rolls it up and pins Ronda. But Ronda's shoulders are not down for the first count. Yeah. Till the second um, count almost. Sadly. Are you hearing how the referee was fined? Yeah. Yeah, and that may, I guess that makes sense. Like, because he should have waited until the shoulders were down, right? Or do you think that... Well, I don't know. I, I'm really... I don't know. I, I believe that this was the planned finish, and I think it makes sense, because Becky yeah. Lynch in an interview and said that I beat Ronda Rousey with a wrestling move, and that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think this was the planned finish, too. I think it was intended to come out of nowhere. That's why they had her do the crucifix out of when it looked like Ronda was going for the Piper's Pit. The reason I think it got botched is because Becky was a little higher up on Ronda's shoulders than traditionally, like in the crucifix, you'd be like more towards the center of their back, you know, 
the Piper's yeah. pit, she was a little higher up on her shoulders. So I think Rhonda had no choice but to have to adjust so that she could keep her shoulders down for three seconds. And the referee probably should have waited until those shoulders were down. But it also, when you're going for like an out of nowhere roll up pin like that, you don't know, you kind of want it to happen quick. And again, it was seven hours into the show. So I could see the, the argument, you know, in the ref's defense, like there were those things working against the idea of waiting. So the way I would have wishly booked this match in the end, keeping the same ending, because I think that the ending was fine. I don't yeah. have a big problem with it being a roll up. Obviously, it's the inconclusiveness. And then uh, Corey Graves also. I think fucked it up further because well, Becky yeah. Lynch didn't talk about it at all on Monday Night Raw. That so decision, I don't know but that decision it, it, was clearly made between Sunday and Monday because nobody did. So no, I know, in but the heat of the moment, him, as Becky celebrating though, he—that's the narrative they're pushing. Yeah, because they're they're just naturally reacting in the heat of the moment. Like they, it was so obvious that they couldn't not they couldn't just not mention it in the heat of the moment. That's why. Yeah, that's how I know like it was a fuck up. On it. But I think they harped on it a little too much. That was my point. I yeah. obviously think you have to bring it up, but I don't think, yeah. like you said, I don't think the last line of WrestleMania should have been that. Yeah, well, the like, third to yeah, last you, line you was Corey saying, I just wish the ending of WrestleMania was a little bit less controversial, which sucks. No, well, I wish we had more of a conclusive ending. More of a, yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Which yeah, does which, suck. Um, yeah, you bring it up, but I think it was just harped on a little. Like, that That was a narrative, and then he said... Becky Lynch, you know, and then he signed off as, yeah. as voice as voices. Cole is like gone, um, understandably so, of course. Yeah. The way I would have wishfully booked this is I would have had Ronda complete the Piper's Pit. You have Becky kick out. You then have Ronda go for the armbar, and off screen Charlotte comes and beats the shit out of them with kendo sticks. Okay. So it's a callback to both Becky and Charlotte at, at Survivor Series because that's one thing that I wanted. They told this really long story that was ups and downs and good and bad. And there wasn't a lot of payoff from those moments. And this could have been one of those moments that was paid off. Those yeah. vicious attacks that they've had. Yeah, you might so as well So that's one have. thing. Yeah. And then, and then I would have had Charlotte throw Becky through the table that's still essentially set up. Yeah. So it's almost like, fuck, Becky's done with She's not going to win this match. Like, that's it. That, that's how they're protecting her. She went through a table. If she loses, she's not going to get pinned now. Um, either now it's down to Ronda and Charlotte. You have Charlotte go for another natural selection. Ronda kicks out. You have Charlotte go for a corkscrew moonsault. Ronda kicks out. Charlotte goes for the figure eight and Ronda reverses it into an arm bar and Becky comes around, kicks Charlotte out of the ring and then rolls up Ronda and wins. Yeah, that would have been... That's how I would have, that that, have, that's how I would have ended that match. And that's only an additional like four minutes, by the way. Yeah. And if and wishfully, other matches would be shorter so it wouldn't have lengthened the card. It wouldn't have been, it would yeah. have a, a rather been shorter or this match would have been not effective. Oh, yeah, it should have been um, shorter. This should have been like at 11.50, 11.55, and, and right around midnight. Shorten other matches, and even, yeah, I'm down with that, which you said. Yeah. Being um, but but I do have to give them credit. I think I do think it was a four-star match. I think that they put on a show, and the aggressiveness was there, and they had a lofty spot being in the main event, period, let alone after the long show. Um, I'm proud of them all. I don't know them, any of them personally, but I am proud Oh, of really? being a woman's wrestling fan. I don't. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. I just, you know, I agree with the sentiment that I wish the ending of the, not just WrestleMania, but the first ever women's main event of WrestleMania was a little bit less, a little bit more conclusive, less controversial. But I, I agree that it also that Corey shouldn't have said that. But I agree with the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was WrestleMania. That was WrestleMania. A lot I mean, quicker. there's really not that much to talk about with no, Raw. No, thankfully, mercifully, um, there's not. So Raw opens up with Seth Rollins giving um, you know, a speech about 
being a fighting champion and being on Raw. Um, you then have uh, Kofi Kingston come out with with a new day. That was obviously a surprise. Yeah. And there is a challenge from Kofi to Seth to have another winner's take all match. Dude. This time for the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. Uh, yeah. On Raw, of all things. Not On even Raw. like at a pay per view. So, my question to you, because I didn't want to talk about it too much because I wanted to have the conversation here, obviously, is you obviously texted me and said, you'll never guess how Raw opens up. And I totally understand why you said that. Right. Obviously, Raw after Mania, my mind went to a call up, naturally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or a return. Yeah. Oh, boy, um, did it. So as Seth and Kofi are in the ring, I'm thinking that the Undisputed Era are going to debut in this moment. <laughs> of course. So I'm like, okay. Thinking that, because I, I, I don't want to talk about TakeOver, but Adam Cole lost in the main event of TakeOver. It was a great, phenomenal, amazing, probably yeah. match of the year so far, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not going to fight Fair you. Fair enough. Um, and um, I, I was talking to, to Liam about uh, the concept of, you know, Adam Cole had a great match. I don't think he's like buried by any means, but I just don't know where he goes from here on NXT as opposed to just fighting for the title again. And I thought that this would have been a natural time to get called up. It's WrestleMania weekend. And I thought that maybe the stars would align for that. So that's why I really thought. And then, okay. So So, saying that the match is made, the match is made. They, first of all, this is something that I would have, I was totally fine to overlook in the moment, assuming something cool was going to happen later. We'll talk about that in a second. But since something cool didn't happen later, which is to say the fucking least, I have to just harp on for a second. Why was Kofi Kingston all of a sudden so greedy that he wanted to have all the titles? That is, you know <laughs> That's what I mean? Question. That is so yeah, out of character really for his, him. Yeah, it doesn't fit with his character at all. And, f- like, you know, I was willing to overlook it if this was going to go somewhere cool. And you had, we had talked about the idea of undisputed era, maybe showing up at WrestleMania. So my mind was kind of went there. I was thinking later on, they're wrestling the match. There's a close, you know, a near fall. The lights go out right before three and we hear. Cause that really, you know, I wasn't, when you mentioned them showing up at WrestleMania, I was not on board at all until you pointed that out. And then that changes everything. You know, like that would have been such a fucking moment. So I guess something like that was what I was hoping for when they when they first announced this match. Yeah. um, But you knew that there wasn't going to be a finish to this match, though. Of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah. That's what kind of ruined it for me. Like, yeah, okay, it's unpredictable that this match is made, but like it's not going to end the way we think it's going to end. Yeah. But I was still holding out hope for Undisputed Era. Exactly. Because I'm thinking, wow, what a way to debut. What a debut. Yeah, that would have been masterful. Masterful. My other idea was to have them debut at WrestleMania and screw over Kofi. Yeah, which, at WrestleMania. you know, in, in hindsight, I still don't like, but for the shock the system thing, just because what a moment that would be, you know? Yeah, regardless, yeah. that would have been cool. But, yeah, um, but on Raw, I think even if not equally, maybe even more so, because it's supposed it's title for title, it's a big thing, so shock the system would just, like, so apply, you know? Amazing. Yeah. Or but even when the lights go out after the shock the system, like they're in the ring already. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The lights, the lights come back on and their music's playing, but it quickly fades out because yeah, they're they're either in the ring or they they rush in from the crowd. Yeah. Um, what we got though was about what five minutes of this match, and then the bar coming out. Yeah. Just like why? Why? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like there's you no have reason. the guys that were like pinned in the tag team match, like. 
I don't know. Not that I think that's a big talking point of why I don't didn't like it. No, like, it's just it just it, makes it, it, it is weird. It makes it even more random, which it already is very. Yeah, and so the crowd random. and Vince also is an idiot for doing this because how did you not expect the crowd to turn on them? I, yeah, they were good. They had a good honestly, night with the crowd. It wasn't that bad. Honestly, that that even feels like an understatement because right after when Raw went off the air, I was literally thinking, "This is trolling. There's no way this isn't trolling." You know, there's no way he wasn't trying to get the crowd to react like that. And honestly, just like with Kofi earlier, like, why is he greedy all of a sudden? Set to suddenly be like, Kofi, let's put this match aside and have a nothing tag match with the bar that everyone watching knows what the outcome is going to be. Like, that was a lame move by Seth, you know? Yeah. Like, I was just, I was shouting at my TV, why? You're both fucking still fine. Get the bar banned and get this match started again. Yeah, they put him in a really bad position. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was not good. And I'm wondering if the idea to have Roman come out in sweatpants literally looked like he just woke up out of bed. <laughs> and then to call Dean Ambrose back out, who would no-sold the entire angle that they did on Raw, that, that same show where Bobby Lashley put Dean Ambrose through a table, to have like a shield reunion. I'm wondering if Vince called an audible so the crowd would leave happy. I find it hard to believe that they were caught that off guard by the the fucking bar, the bar that may, uh, ha, I, you know, when you promise <laughs> a title unification and you deliver the fucking bar, I, I just, I don't know, throw my hands up. That makes, I, yeah. I can't imagine how you would be surprised that nobody would ever like that, obviously. Yeah, hands were definitely <laughs> thrown up in the air. And, uh, Seth Rollins pins Cesaro after he botches a sell of the curb stomp. So it really, it really oh, ended on a great, great note. That's right. After all that, I forgot about that. The self DDT selling yeah. the curb stomp or the stomp. Yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> just a big, big, big fuck up on everyone's part there. Yeah, the whole thing. So that happened, and then Sadly. other parts of Raw, we had Becky Lynch coming out to talk about her win. Yes, she didn't talk about. Ronda Rousey that much, but we know that Ronda Rousey broke her hand legitimately in the beginning of the match. Yeah. And wrestled the entire match with a broken hand, which oh, I didn't hear her. was in the beginning. It was in the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I don't know where, but the reports are saying her that hand. it happened pretty early. Yeah. Her hand, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um and I'm assuming when she comes back that maybe that story will come back into play, by the way, just to finish that idea maybe. about Did you hear Wade concludes the finish? Did you hear Wade this uh, week? Cause yeah. I agree with his sentiment. He said, and I agree, obviously, <laughs> that's redundant. Becky should have addressed it just a little bit on Raw, just to say, hey, oh, you know. I agree. You know, if there was uh, any controversy, I know I had Ronda beat. I know I had her pin. But if there's any controversy, Ronda, you're welcome to come back and challenge for my title anytime. Something like that. Sure. Absolutely. Just yeah. to, as a baby face to quell any, you know, uncertainty or whatever. As much so as much as you can. Yeah, go ahead. Becky gives her promo, and at the end, she's walking out, and you hear Lacey Evans' music comes out. Uh, Lacey, well, you hear Lacey Evans. <laughs> you hear Lacey Evans' music. <laughs> you hear Lacey Evans' music, and then you see Lacey Evans. <laughs> you see Lacey period. Evans, and she proceeds to walk out like one does when music was played in wrestling. Yeah. And you think that, I mean, I had a feeling it was a night after Mania, not that I'm thinking this is like a night after Mania worthy angle by any means. But right. when, when I saw Becky Lynch involved, I had a feeling something was going to happen. Like, I, I didn't think that she would just turn around, do her usual shtick, and then it would end. Right. Unless, like, they're really slow burning her, like, whatever this is called. Ugh. So she Nobody gives should Becky, be that slow burnt. 
Go ahead. So I have an issue with this after watching SmackDown because Michael Cole called this the women's right, which you could argue was the women's right. But Becky kind of like no-sold it a little bit on Raw, I thought. A little bit. Well, yeah, but she's the top, you know, she's the but, top female. Uh, uh, it didn't. What do you mean on SmackDown? It knocked her down. Yeah, I don't Unless know. Unless he just walked out. That's, where, that's the issue I have. Like, Beacon Show's yeah. going to leave. Yeah, um, maybe it was maybe it was supposed to be your finisher, but Becky didn't realize that. Although I realize how silly that sounds, <laughs> as I'm saying. But uh, so Lacey punches Becky, and Lacey walk, walks away, and Becky attacks her. And I thought they had a really good brawl. I think Lacey did this all on her heels, which is pretty amazing. Dude, it's um, beyond amazing. Nobody should be doing that. <laughs> Nobody should be tussling in heels, or maybe yeah, Vince. And should. she didn't even really fall. Vince should have either. to do that before any of his talent should. He always says that he would do anything if he makes his talent do too. There you go. Um, Break out the heels. But I, I, I like this. I thought that Lacey showed good physicality, and for someone who's never had a match, I think that she did not look. I don't want to say she looked Becky's equal, but she gave it to her as much as she took it. And obviously, Becky got the upper hand because she put the disarmor on. Lacey was able to sneak away. But I like this. I don't think this should lead to Lacey getting the first shot at the title by any means. Of course. I think that this could be a start for Lacey beating lower people. But, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I think. I would. You would think. Yeah. Because I also, when I saw Alexa Bliss squash Bailey, I thought that Alexa Bliss was going to be the next, the first contender. Because there's some history there from SmackDown Live. Right. Right. And then you also have Nia Jax on Raw, and that could yeah. be a match that we've never seen yet based on the whole Survivor Series debacle. Right. So there's a few challenges lined up for Becky, logically, before Ronda gets back. Yeah, well, not... Yeah, if Ronda... Assuming Ronda's... Well, oh yeah, she is, she's injured. Yeah, no, definitely. So, and then SmackDown happens. Becky Lynch cuts the same, basically the same promo. And then Lacey Evans comes out, and I knew the way they were shooting this. I'm like, she's going to punch her right, like... It's going to be off frame, and you're just going to see a punch. And right. I thought it looked great because she was smart. She didn't. Her music didn't come out. Why do her I music keep doing never that? comes out. <laughs> her music didn't play for the first time. She just appeared, knocked right. her out, sucker punched her. It didn't make Becky look that weak because right. she just got sucker punched. I like. I don't know. I, I like Lacey, so I don't know. If, I don't really think there's a bias involved here, but mm. I, I like it. I like this. It's a little weird as a follow up to the main event of WrestleMania. It is weird, but you want to push new talent, and I think that anyone new yeah. wants to make a statement. I'd love and to, yeah, I'd love to find it's to also compromise, weird that Sullivan <laughs> compromise is between. Angle, love to compromise between just having her walk out and do nothing for months, and having her walk out and get in the face of the top female in the company. You know, well, yeah, maybe I like to push new talent somewhere in between those two things. But don't you want to go for the top person? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I texted you like I want to know the rules. Like, if she's allowed to do this, why the fuck is she the only one doing it? Is what I want to know. Right. It makes her smart. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't know why people aren't. Dana Brooke is backstage with green hair talking about it in her in her weird accent. About oh, my God. Shot. So, oh my God. you know, Lacey's better than her. It's an <laughs> understatement to say that promo had the opposite effect as Dana Brooke intended on me. Wow. Just, what was that? What even was that since you mentioned it? I don't know, but I heard she was like, she got good pops in the Battle Royal oh. and she was like, uh, she had a big oh. presence. What? I Did you actually hear that happening in the Battle Royal? I don't remember that. Yeah, I heard that she like took out half the Riot Squad or something. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. I just, that promo was garbage. Well, did you watch the Battle Royal? I'm like asking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, I don't, rem- garbage, I don't yes. remember Dana Brooke taking, I don't remember anything you but just I said. But I thought that that's why they did this promo is because I had heard that she had a good show in the Battle Royal. 
Oh, and I thought that maybe she was acquiring a fan base or something. I, I don't know. I don't particularly remember. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Um, but that okay. that promo, she was like, "Congratulations, Becky Lynch!" But I'm coming after you. But congratulations, Becky Lynch. So weird. <laughs> in the same. <laughs> so weird. In the same respect of you saying, "What are the rules?" I mean, why is Lars Sullivan attacking Kurt Angle? Because he's a legend. It's the same argument you can make. Lacey's attacking yeah. Becky because she's a champion, and Lars is attacking Kurt because he's nah. a legend and he's mean. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Kurt's but easier pickings. Like all around, uh, like, like be- apparently Becky was too. Easier to get to, yeah. Apparently. Um, what else did we have here? Uh, oh, um, what else happened on Raw? Sami Zayn in no particular oh, yeah. order. Yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn. I don't know. I I don't really like when they just show them backstage because like he got a huge pop when they showed him on screen, and it would have been better if. First of all, they're in literally his hometown next week. Oh boy, Becky just tweeted. So new Charlotte is my first challenger. Not sure now, but I'm starting to think this company might have a type. She's talking about Lacey Evans. There we go. Great. Great. Well, sorry. I mean, she's not going to, I mean, obviously she's not going to win the title from Becky. So you were saying you don't like this, right? (laughs) Cause that was the, as long as it doesn't lead to what we just got confirmed, (laughs) then you don't like this, right? (laughs) I like that Lacey is in the spot, but no, I don't think it's logical to make her the first, the first challenger. No, I still don't. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, so Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, they're in Montreal next week, so I don't even know why they couldn't hold this off. I, I just don't get yeah. it. But anyway. Uh, or tweak it, because I don't know why the fuck he would do it like this. I don't know why he wouldn't, why they showed him before the commercial break, and why he would make the open challenge. Why wouldn't Finn make an open challenge and have Sami Zayn answer it, right? There was a lot more logical ways to do this. That seems like the the standout one. Just based on what they did, it's like, oh, you almost did something that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So Finn won. It was a decent match, and then Sammy turns on the crowd, and they turn him heel. And it's very weird how they've switched Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn's positions for no reason. I mean, Sammy is obviously a great baby face. He does charity work in real life. He, oh, you want him to be a face? Uh, I mean. It's just weird that Owens is the babyface and Sammy is the heel, but they don't seem to know what to do with either of them as opposed to just switch their character alignments. Like, just don't switch them to switch them. Have a plan. Yeah. So, like, yeah. if you don't have a plan, then keep him as a babyface and keep him as a heel, at least, so they, they can do what they've been doing and be good at that. Yeah. But if there's no plan in place for a character shift, to me, it's pointless. Well, hopefully there's a plan. I don't know. I, I like the. I think Sammy has a lot of uncharted territory as a heel, and Kevin Owens I, obviously I, I has do a face. too. But yeah. I don't have faith that they're going to let them explore it. Is my point? Yeah. No, I can't. I can't argue that. Yeah. So, and then he just comes out and SmackDown and does nothing really. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. I and mean, we continue wrong. The, totally wrong, the, the brand, and happened. we continue the brands just imploding at this point. Yeah. It's just, incredible that they're having a superstar shakeup with the amount of like on SmackDown. Oh, I man. guess I got the point was to show what could happen if they switch brands, but like, why are they there? now why are they there that's right just a week before it's like what doesn't the superstar shakeup lose effect if you're doing this a week before right literally that's that's an article line was like oh this is wwe uh proving that they could book at least a week in advance and build some intrigue for the superstar shakeup what intrigue braun Strowman coming out to face samoa joe would have been a lot better next week than it was this week yeah because when it happens next week it already happened this week oh you know what i bet maybe they're both not going to wind up on the same show but then why even do that I don't know. Yeah. The, the idea of Braun going to SmackDown definitely intrigued me. Oh, my God. When I saw Braun and Joe, I was like, that's a match I never thought I needed. Yeah. 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 Um, I love that. That would again, be fucking it, awesome. It dampens the blood. And I think that it, 
I think that it will happen. I think that the response was great. And I think that that's probably where they're going. But like, why do it now? Uh, yeah, I don't know. doesn't make sense. Especially since their MO with the last Superstar shakeup was to just have their music come out. Remember? There was no like announcement. To have of, like, music play and have them come they out. Just, yes. Music just played. Yeah. So like, just that's literally what happened this week. And the same thing that happened next week. And it's, oh, Strowman's on SmackDown now. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would say just if I had to guess one way or the other, Strowman's not going to SmackDown. <laughs> they wanted him on SmackDown, but he's not going. I don't know. There's no reason otherwise. No, literally none. Yeah. Okay, so then there. Oh, Elias. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Elias on from oh, WrestleMania right. either. So let's talk about it all right now. We, we could do do it all together. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so WrestleMania, Elias plays with himself. Dude, that was that, that was good. I, I liked it. that. I loved it. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, people are speculating online that when he was playing the guitar, he wasn't actually playing because when he did play it for real, it didn't. That's possible. Through. But like, I didn't. I wasn't. I kind of assumed that was the case. So no. Like, all right, no big deal. Well, there's a yeah, there's there's a chance, but it would have been a, it would have been risky to have him play it, the guitar live because it needed to go along with the the other music. I didn't scrutinize yeah. it too hard, but I'm not surprised yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I wasn't like too. Yeah. Like, what the fuck about it? Yeah. Um, so then he's talking on at WrestleMania, and then you, this incredibly pointless, retrospectively uh, pointless. Oh my God, especially uh, pointless. Babe, Babe Ruth video plays. <clears throat> they continue to hate New Jersey, by the way. They, the, the only time they mention New Jersey, I don't know if you heard the guy say this on the, on the Wade, is when they called it the swamps of New Jersey. <laughs> where they were. Other, other than that, it, other than that it, it was the greater New York area. Yeah. When, and, yeah, when you said Joe B. Ray in a minute, I wanted to say in the shadows of a New York minute. <laughs> yeah, so he's talking this really weird Babe Ruth video plays. It doesn't make a lot of sense, um, especially since we're in Giant Stadium, not Yankee Stadium. So there's that. Yeah. Big, big oh, thing. Oh, maybe that's what they were going for, I guess. I don't know. But so <laughs> Cena comes out as a doctor of thugonomics, and okay, like, it, uh, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I thought that it was short. I thought that all of his lines were like, pretty good they were pretty like not i mean taz is saying he was surprised how r they were i wouldn't call them r but it was you know not hard r different yeah. for current w programming and it made it yeah. feel like pretty you know what i mean so yeah. i liked it. it it wasn't didn't oversay it's welcome um he not looked totally. motivated and he looked back in like the role and it was fine it was a fine wrestlemania moment but my issue is that on raw elias does this again and completely telegraphs that the Undertaker's coming out. Yeah. And the Undertaker comes out, looking the best he's looked in, like, years, to the point where I actually would be interested in seeing a match with him in this kind of shape, 25 pounds lighter. And you, yeah, I heard about that. Would you say, Are you saying he telegraphed it with the thing, with the backstage thing before he was out there, or just right before um, when he said no, Dead Man? well, I like the backstage thing because it built intrigue for that segment to happen because you knew that something, someone was going to either debut or someone was returning. Right. So I liked the backstage. But he literally said in his rap, something, something, whoever interrupts him next is a dead man. Yeah, but he literally said it just one, like half a beat before the gong hit. Like, it was literally, it was not a lot of time to think, like, oh, yeah. Undertaker. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I, I just don't know the decision to make. He was at WrestleMania, obviously. And yeah. you have Cena, who apparently I'm hearing his role has been, like, conf- his role shifted. <clears throat> like, he was going to referee the Corbin Angle match earlier in the oh. show, and then they presented this with him, and he agreed to it. He was very candid about 
on on WWE.com too. They did an interview. He was very candid about oh, his, what weird. they asked him to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't say the thing about refereeing. That was leaked earlier in the show. Okay. But in the interview, he was like, oh, yeah, they asked, they presented me with this and I liked it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what Elias is. He's a true professional because he always puts everything into it. And despite, you know, people saying he's getting buried, I don't think he's getting buried. I think he's in main positions with a 10-minute segment at WrestleMania and another segment on the Raw after WrestleMania. And yeah, he's on the quote-unquote losing end of things. But I think it still speaks to his position in the company. That you mean Vince that he wasn't booked in a match at WrestleMania? <laughs> no, that he still has a spot. Yeah, yeah, that he wasn't in just in the Andre Battle Royal. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I think that he's become a very interesting character. Taz, I was listening to Taz on the way home from the show, and he said that he's kind of like becoming like an attraction for the company. And it's oh. a shame because he's... Uh, it's it, not a shame because he fits the role really well and he's actually talented. But it's a shame because his ring work has gotten really better and, and they're not letting him show it off. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I still think he has some improving to do. In that well, department. yeah, but he's not going to be able to if he doesn't wrestle, is my point. <laughs> like, let him get well, better. Well, yeah, yeah. He should definitely... Yeah, he should definitely keep wrestling. I mean, so, um, I don't know. Just, I don't know. What did you think about Taker coming out? Do you, do you, do you believe the rumors that it's going to be Taker versus Elias at Saudi Arabia? Did you have a problem that... I mean, I was at WrestleMania Live, so I would have much rather Taker than Cena. So yeah, I'm, I have a personal vendetta against us, I think. Right, right. I thought Taker at Raw was a little weird. And it seems like part of it was because they were going to piss us off so much with the bar later on. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, did you notice how... What, did Taker look weird to you, I guess I should ask? Because he looked very weird to me for a very specific reason. Uh, his hair his hair and head looked weird. His hair, he shaved like a mushroom cut. So he, the long hair is only on top of his head and the sides of his head are shaved. That's, yes. why his head look, that's why his hair looked thinner. That actually wasn't what first grabbed me. It was his eyes, man. That didn't, you didn't, did you not notice his eyes? He didn't, he didn't put the eyeliner on, which is... A, not oh. not something I would typically envision myself asking someone to do, but in this case, it was like Cena with the hair. To me, it was very jarring because it was like, oh, I can't, you can't suddenly not do it. But oh, no. I guess he's just like, yeah, fuck it, not doing it. So, do you think there's going to be the Saudi Arabia match? Take her alive. I mean, I yeah, probably. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay, good for Elias. Yeah, we for were. Sure. I feel like we were just saying he needed to wrestle more. We literally were. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, yeah. he's he's gonna definitely lose. Hundred percent, hundred thousand percent. He's gonna get buried uh, um, in the desert. Go ahead. Anything else on Raw? I think that was it, but I'll double check. Oh, the puppet box. That's the thing. Oh man. Feel the same way. SmackDown. Uh yeah, I don't. I I mean, no. Yeah, I don't if know. you want to say something about the box, I just don't understand what's happening. I mean. I'll tell you, I was a lot more intrigued when it was just a smoking box before it opened. Yeah, I mean, a bird puppet is not the way to sell Bray Wyatt returning. Yeah, or any puppets so, don't have any place in wrestling ever, also, is no. true. So. so, I don't know where this is going, but I'm really afraid. Oh, you know what I just realized? Hmm. Bird box. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was intentional? No, no, hopefully not. I would not put it past them. They always attempt to be up to date with things. Oh, God. They're always behind the times. Always behind the times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, besides that, I think that was it, right? Those are the big yeah. points. Sami Zayn. Okay. And then SmackDown Live, you know, New Day opened the show. 
how did she feel about this opening? Because um, I have one big criticism with it, and I don't know if you're going to figure it out or if you felt the same way. Go ahead. I nothing's jumping out of me. Don't understand why the new WWE champion didn't speak for his celebration ten minutes into the celebration. You had Biggie putting himself over doing splits. You had Xavier Wood talking. I, I just, I don't know. I, I understand they're in a group, and I get it. And uh, I don't know if it was on Wade where they were saying that they wish that Kofi was more, like, celebrating on his own, and then the New Day came out, or that he wishes that New Day just weren't at ringside at all. Yeah. And, like, Rowan, like Rowan New Day were both. It was a pre-established fact. They weren't there. Kofi went up by himself, celebrates with his family, and then New Day come out to celebrate with him. Obviously, the emotional heft of seeing Xavier you know, hysterically crying as he's holding up Kofi was an amazing moment. But of then course. on Raw, but then on SmackDown, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way how they're chanting for Big E when this is Kofi Kingston's moment. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Kofi Kingston is so identified with the New Day right now, and then not to mention the New Day helped him get the shot. So, you know, it goes without saying that they were invested in him as champion yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't find that at all. And I, I just, you know, them Biggie and Xavier talking. They're just talking about Kofi as champion. So I feel like it, you know, did as much to celebrate Kofi as champion as anything else would have in that time. All right. Personally. All right. Just the only really other thing I had to talk about was who you think the Pages tag team is going to be. Oh, good call. Um. So a lot of people online think that it's going to be Rhea Ripley and Rena Gonzalez. Rhea Ripley was the first ever UK Women's Champion, and Rena Gonzalez is a very unknown, fairly new NXT girl who isn't even really on TV that often. So huh. I don't think it would be them. Um, I think this... Rhea Ripley is ready to come up to the main roster, though. So if it gets her there, I'd be happy. Yeah. Even on a tag team, though? I mean, no. Not ideally. No, but I mean, like Alistair Black and Ricochet, for example, it's fucking annoying that they're in a tag team, but I know in my heart of hearts, at some point, that they're going to have to get singles runs. I just right. know it. So they're there, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel if, like, if Rhea comes up, like, it's not ideal if she comes up in a tag team, but Vince will undoubtedly push her at some point. Yeah, I just worry about their introduction to the, you know, larger audience. Oh, me too. I agree with that, for sure. So. And then it, it's all about the talent really getting themselves over at that point. Yeah. Who do you think? It seems like you have an idea. Why well, didn't, I didn't come up with this. I heard it said, but I like the idea is the, you know, the Sky Pirates. From NXT. Oh, yeah. Seems like it'd be a good time. Why? I thought that in the moment. Why didn't I actually say that? Yeah. Well, what I really thought well, I, they were doing... Yeah, I didn't I thought, think you were going to be totally floored by that um, <laughs> suggestion. Why is Paige bringing up this tag team, though? I have no idea. Because she's still under contract and they want to have her do something since they're paying her? That's why people were thinking that it would be someone from NXT UK because, I guess, UK. <laughs> yeah, well, that well, well, yeah. Based on what I just said, though, it could be anybody, and they just want to use Paige instead of just bring up a team, you know, just because they're paying Paige. But yeah, that would I guess the NXT UK thing would make more sense because of the obvious connection. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we will see. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. So that wow. was it. Yeah, WrestleMania. It was a long, very long show. It was a it was long good. show. I do have to say, I thought it was a good WrestleMania. It was. It was a good WrestleMania. It, it was just, a good WrestleMania. It could have been better if it was shorter. Of course. Is <laughs> just the point that I can't overstate. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking WrestleMania Recap. My name is Liam McNulty. Follow me on Twitter at MeUpTo11. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. 
And you can like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking. Email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And listen to, oh, you should uh, rate and share and subscribe and tell a friend if you want to do that. Yeah, all those things. (laughs) Thank you for the reinforcement. Of course. And we'll talk to you guys next week. So long.